0: Hey, you're listening to Melissa Unscripted, and we want you to know we love our listeners. We especially love when they send us ideas for new episodes they like to hear, and when they subscribe so they don't miss an episode. So share your ideas, hit the subscribe button, and keep listening. Hey, this is Dave with Melissa Unscripted. We're finally doing our day of fun. We're going to go to multiple places in Greensboro to eat and drink and socialize, and we're even doing a ropes course. Our day of fun will be November 6th, and we hope you will come and join us. In the meantime, we're replaying some previous podcasts that inspired our day of fun. In this episode, Boomerang City with Cecilia Thompson, she tells us about recruiting Greensboro natives back to Greensboro to thrive. So we decided to show off one of our beautiful parks and have one of our stops be at the lawn service at LaBauer Park. And we'll have our friends at Little Brother Brewery pour us some ice cold beer. So is that the first time you had to wear a sweater on?
1: I mean, since, since like it was cold in January. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So not this year, but yeah. Cecilia's,
2: Cecilia's Damn the, you, Cecilia!
1: <laughs> she's, she's very detailed. Calling me out already.
2: <laughs> past twelve months. Yeah. It's yeah, since summertime.
1: I mean, we're yeah. talking about a calendar
2: Just. year, day. Let's explain the difference between a calendar <laughs> year. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: A calendar year is January to December. A year in your life is we don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We've already had twenty years this year. (laughs) Ah, That's my excuse. (laughs) Uh,
2: It does. Don't you think? And I agree. I agree with myself when I say this. Of course you do. Don't you think that um, in the future twenty twenty is going to be a course in colleges and high schools uh, in the history department? It actually, or even it might even be sociology. (laughs) Did I say that right? Sociology. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really think it's going to be so interesting to study in so many different departments how the effects of it are. And just even, I could, like, teach one right now, couldn't you? (laughs) I I think I could at least.
0: I just feel sorry for the students.
2: (laughs) It would involve a (laughs) syllabus of Netflix, lots of food and takeout, and what else? (laughs) Learning how to wear a mask, fashionably.
0: And not being around friends.
2: Yeah. Uh hmm And we're still waiting for Dave and Melissa's Day of Fun. Uh, I'm still
0: waiting for that, We've been talking about
2: that too long. We've got to do it soon. Anyway, why don't you introduce our guest, Dave?
0: Well, hello, Cecilia.
1: Hi. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. And you should feel privileged. We actually remember to introduce you before we got halfway through the podcast.
1: Thank you. Our
0: ADD cells get into (laughs) it. and Forget that, you know... It's very it's not normal. I just
2: had my medicine, so I may be sharper right now. I'm not sure if it's kicked in yet, but no, we're so happy to have you. I'm happy Cecilia's actually a good friend of mine, but I've known her for a long time and worked with her in a couple of different capacities. <laughs> okay. But um but no, so thanks for being on the podcast. I've been talking to you about this forever, so this well, is
1: great. I've I've listened to a couple, so I actually texted Melissa. I was like, When's my turn? <laughs> so glad to be here.
2: Did you do your sponsorship? Did you fill out your sponsorship? No, you're sponsoring. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, That's it works great.
1: The, when you're with a nonprofit, it works That's the it. other way That's around. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we don't know because it works both ways. It's non existent for us. Yes. Just for now, though. Just yes. for now.
0: You're listening to Melissa Unscripted, the show that brings you tips, tales, and the truth about the real estate world. I'm your host, Dave Wilson. And with me always is the woman who's always looking for a sponsor, Melissa Greer. So tell us about the nonprofit you work with.
1: So I work for an organization called Action Greensboro and we are an economic development focused organization. We're part of the Greensboro Chamber, but we're a little different because we're a consortium of six foundations that pool resources to make our work happen. So... The fun thing about that is we kind of shift tides um, pretty frequently depending on what the needs of the city are. So we are right now really focused on talent development and talent recruitment, which means that we're making sure that the people who live here, including our college students or young people are ready um, and interested in going into the jobs here. Um, But we also want to make sure that we're a community that is a place where people want to live so we can recruit people from all over the world to move to Greensboro, whether that means they're taking a job here or maybe they're moving their business here, or maybe they're just working remotely um, and they have the ability to move wherever they want to and is their community of choice.
0: How have you pursued people all over the world? That's interesting.
1: So we have really always been marketing Greensboro as a place um, and developing our community. If you think about the investments that we have made and other organizations like downtown Greensboro, et cetera, of making our community more vibrant, um, whether that's the downtown Greenway or the new Performing Arts Center. So how do we make sure that we have the amenities that people want um, and then market those? And so we've worked with a number of agencies to do what we call earned media, which means bringing people here to write articles about Greensboro, You. See us now in ranks. People love ranks. Um, so if we're the best place Everywhere. to live for yeah. pets, or most dog friendly community, mm. whatever that is, um, most LGBT friendly community, we want to make sure that we're um, in those ranks and at the top or near the top for all of them. So we do it from a number of different angles. And you don't have to
0: pay for those ranks, right? Uh,
1: we well, don't, don't have to pay us. for the ranks. Don't tell us. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> they're not. They're not paid advertisements. Good, because
0: no. when I see those, I'm always like, you know, I'm always questioning that. -hmm. Not ours, not Greensboro's, but just other ones, you know? Sure. I mean, it definitely takes an investment
1: to get people's attention, right? Because we're not the only mid city, Mm -hmm. uh, mid sized city in the country, but we do think that we're um, different and we have a lot of competitive advantages.
2: It's interesting, you know. I've, I've been doing this since I was a child, so that's fair, thirty some years <laughs> back I was when I started real say Five years, as, ago. I, as I always <laughs> say, when I started selling real estate, you didn't have to be a grown up to do it. But um, through the years, as I've toured people around, it's interesting. Years ago, Greensboro was the number one city in at the time. It was U.S. Airways magazine, and I'll never forget that because in my tour, I always talked about it, and we got a lot of attention when that happened. And since then, it's been very repetitive and consistent, which is great. But it makes a huge difference to be on those lists because the metrics are... I always I always use that Greensboro has an incredible quality of life compared to other cities that are similar in size, but just a little bit more hectic to live in. But I think that that's why we get on those lists. And it helps, it must help sell it to the people you're talking about. But I know for us, individually, when we're touring people who are interviewing it really does help a lot to have that. So I I think it's great that you're actually organizing and doing something because we've always felt like having more companies and more young people who are just starting in the workforce want to live here is is will make a huge difference in the city as far as Yeah, and I think people
1: have so many different interests too and so it's making sure that Regardless of sort of what walk of life you're coming from, you're Googling Greensboro and you're finding something that resonates to that person. So that could be, um, you know, Greensboro's great parks and recreation system, but it also could be great schools or number of dog parks or, you know, whatever that may be. Um, We need to make sure that we have. A variety of things that attract people to the city, and you probably experienced that on yeah. your tours of neighborhoods. Like, yeah. not everyone wants to live close to downtown. Although we're seeing a lot right. of you know shifts in that, um, but the variety of the neighborhoods too. What yeah, we think find, cool. and
2: and I think it's great is Greensboro is known for having more parks and green spaces and recreational things in neighborhoods and around the city, and so you can live almost anywhere in our area and be close to a park or and i think that's so important right now because a lot of what we're doing is outside and it's recreational but you know country park not a lot of people even know we have a national military park here that was the turning point of the revolutionary war so i mean those are the kind of things i think that as more people learn that it becomes a, almost, a, it's a destination city. Yeah, and
1: I think that's the competitive advantage right now in terms of COVID. Like what we've experienced being locked up is people want to live close to outdoor mm-hmm. areas. And if you're in a large metro area, maybe um, it's too dense to have the open air, or maybe there's just not enough um, space around you for green space and trees and nature. And so, you know, people are choosing to live places, especially now, and we're seeing relocation trends mm-hmm really increase the number of people who be willing to move whether that be for a personal reason or a professional reason and they want to live in cities with parks and greenways mm-hmm. and so I think that's one of our best strengths right now
0: I feel like it seems like every neighborhood area has a greenway too mm-hmm. yeah it's just everywhere you turn around you know you just see these the creeks and the and the banks around them and they're just open access for everybody to go to and, there's, and they're connected it's, it's not mm-hmm. organized you know it's just yeah. you go there and be part of nature and yeah. you know walk or hang out or play Frisbee or whatever people are doing, it's really well. Cool. You know, there's a I love there's about
2: that. a 16 mile loop that goes through all the neighborhoods in the city, and some of it's a bike you know, paved trail, mm-hmm. but some of it's actually through neighborhoods. But you see the little signs and it connects. Mm-hmm. I've tried to live in every one of those neighborhoods since I've been in <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm just kidding, but but ironically, I've lived in several, but now, even now, I get on the trail and do that. And it's on my tour because I tell people, and you can drive people around and you can see it and show. It's just that that's one thing I think. I mean, in a way, I'd say, although Greensboro is named after Nathaniel Green, who was the general of the battle we talked about, it's also green space. It just brings to mind that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a real... Selling so feature. What about college? You know, when I was growing up, everybody wanted to leave. You know, everybody yeah. wanted to go to the bigger cities. Well, everybody
0: wants to leave when you live in a yeah. town or city. I
2: mean, that's the thing is you see, you see that, and even when I when I was in real estate in, in my early twenties, about five years ago, you know, but things have changed in five years. Um, it seemed like that I was working with older people more who were coming here, and the younger people, it wasn't that attractive. But you're seeing that change. I am too, actually, with the people I'm working with, but. How have you seen that change in your position?
1: Well, it's been a real intentional effort to make okay. sure that college students are aware not only about what kinds of jobs are here, but also what the quality of life is. And so the the I think great thing about Greensboro is we have seven colleges and universities. The challenges of that is that they're so unique to one another. And so um, a student at Guilford College is interested in different things than a student might be at Bennett College or something, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. pick you want to make. And so we need to make sure that we are advertising these opportunities to the students in a way that they can sort of see their lives here And so the program that we launched about five years ago is called Campus Greensboro and we work with all the seven colleges and universities, 50,000 college students. Um, And we do this primarily through internships, paid Mm -hmm. internships. And so we work with a variety of companies um, to advertise paid internships. We really felt like um, we needed to make a a centralized platform primarily because of equity issues. We have a lot of first-generation college students here that are really eager um, to get into the workforce and to get experiential learning opportunities, um, but they don't have the same connections that other students might have. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about um, the majority of students when we surveyed, students, and businesses about 10 years ago they said that they were finding their internship opportunities through friends and family which is great for them because that mm-hmm. means their dad's roommate from emory had you know great right. connections at a company but if you're first gen you don't have those same opportunities mm-hmm. so we aggregated all the internships um, we advertise those in a centralized platform to all fifty thousand college students and then we have a program during the summer and then we're doing some offshoots of that now in different seasons to give students not only the paid internship opportunity, but they also get to explore the city together. Mm -hmm. They get to do professional development together. They do leadership training at the Center for Creative Leadership, which is so awesome since it's located here. And so we've proven that if you can connect students and they know what kinds of jobs, not only what their internship is, but they also have friends that are interning other places, Mm -hmm. they get a better understanding of what kinds of industry is here and what kinds of career opportunities are here. But then they also get to go stand-up paddle boarding at Lake Brandt, right. and they go explore downtown, and they do the restaurants and the bars, and they start to see their lives here, and they make real connections to the city. So even at Dave's company, yeah. Shelly, um, she's still here. We, yes. we kept her in Greensboro. We got,
0: we got to join that program. and We, we love Shelly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were not expecting. We definitely did not join expecting to hire somebody full-time because we were not looking, but mm-hmm. we wanted to, to, to help you know, find help people stay in town. We were right. also looking for resources, see what would work and Yeah, she was fantastic. Okay, and we'll we ended sign up being, me We up, ended up yes. hold on. We, yeah. Sign me
2: up right now. We're ready. I will take an intern <laughs> as soon as is it if they're like Shelly, I mean yeah. consider it done. Yeah. And that tell them they have a future here. Yeah. <laughs> because you no, know, that's amazing because I, I I as people know I work with Dave's company. They do all my marketing and She's pretty amazing and in, in a detail oriented on but it. We would have
0: never found her. She's so quiet. She's a. She's not. She's funny and she's very personable, but she's not outwardly, not, you know, selling herself or super outgoing. If she doesn't know uh-huh. you, she's very introverted. But we would have never found her without a program like that. Yeah. And that's a, That was a. That would have been a big miss for us. If we hadn't, if we had not, and that's a great, that's a
2: great program that I really didn't know enough about Mm -hmm. because I could have been helping and using that. It would have helped me more than I would have helped it for years. So definitely put me on the list. You're on the list. And then
0: I've had an intern from A and T, and then that person, he's actually working at Microsoft now. Is an engineer. And now he's at Microsoft working on the Microsoft Surface tablet. So you let him
1: leave Greensboro? We let it. Well, we had yeah. to
0: because we didn't have Microsoft here.
1: We'll get him back. He'll be a boomerang. Bro. Did you hear that term? What is that term she just said? Boomerang.
0: Boomerang. Well, tell me that term. Yeah. So we're really
1: interested <laughs> in this idea of people that have been in Greensboro. Maybe they grew up here. Maybe they went to college here. They've left and they've come back. It's people like Justin Outling, who's our oh, uh, District yeah. Three council person. Justin. Um, moved here uh, to go to UNCG. He left. He went and practiced law um, in New York and when he and his wife were thinking about what their future looked like, they remembered Greensboro as this great place that had opportunity and green space and all the things we've been talking about. And he decided to move back and now he's a partner at a law firm um, and he ran for city council and he, you know he's doing really great things for our community. So there are lots of Justins. There's lots of boomerangs that you probably don't think of as boomerangs, but they are. Ryan Deal who Mm -hmm. um was recently on your podcast he left greensboro uh, went to charlotte found an opportunity to come back and now he's back here so uh, we're really interested in boomerangs we're going to start a new campaign um, in the next couple months to do some really targeted outreach to people who we think have possibility to move back to greensboro Mm -hmm. so we love uh your names um maybe they went to college here maybe um you helped them find a house but they left and want to come back and we'd love to.
2: that for sure it's interesting because more and more now uh, the first question I ask when someone's relocating here is have you been here before how do and uh, I would say now about 25 percent have lived here before or have a connection and it's like I've said on the podcast I work with a lot of relocation people who once they move here their families follow them because they decide to stay they don't want to leave and they love it here so that's a that's a great program that's so interesting I like that name boomerang yeah I do too
0: yeah, I learn something new every day. It reminds me now I don't that. have to do anything else. I learn something new today. It reminds me <laughs> of
2: Dave's kids a little bit. It reminds me of your boys. They are boomerangs. They seem
0: to be I keep boomerangs. throwing them away, and they keep coming now, right
1: back. That's, that's another way. To, to Being
2: the youngest of five, my mother could have related to that too. When I got out of college, I remember I moved home. Of course. And I think all but one of my brothers and sisters was living with my mother at the time when I was the youngest moving home from college. So, yeah, it's a Southern thing. I have
0: to say, this is completely off topic. Good. But uh, (laughs) speaking of my kids, every time I come to a podcast, my oldest son always says, ask Melissa this. He always has a question for me to ask Well, what
2: did he ask you?
0: He goes, today it was what's your favorite breed of dog, and what's the favorite? What's your favorite house you've ever sold?
2: Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Well, you didn't he wants me. to listen to him, but he has no interest
0: in listening to it. So I think he's Just given answer. a question so he can be part of so, it so he can interest
2: So my favorite breed of dog is a 50% hound dog, which is asleep over there on that chair this morning. <laughs> and I think everyone who's listening to the podcast has heard her more vocal, but she's tired. She actually hung out with her Uncle Nick's dog, who was on the podcast yesterday, and I don't think she's moved a lot in the last twelve hours, but that's what she's fifty percent hound dog. So just telling that, I I love greyhounds, and she's part greyhound. So I would say that if I had to pick a breed, she's so like
0: a good mutt that has mm-hmm. some hound. I add. do,
2: but I I actually love a greyhound look. I think they're very sleek and fast. She's just got a better temperament. No offense to greyhound <laughs> owners. So I'm sweet. I'm a greyhound owner. I've had Italian greyhounds, but she's a little bit sweeter and nicer to everyone. <laughs> And then um, the, my favorite house I've ever sold, that is so tough because I love so many different homes for different reasons, but, but I always like something unique and different. And um, I, you know, I, sold, I love history, so, and historical properties in Greensboro. So, I think one of my favorites is a house I sold in my own neighborhood, which is a downtown neighborhood, but it was on almost three acres. It was an old, um, one of the developers of my neighborhood, Sunset Hills, built it as his summer estate and i love that house and love the story behind it and and love the people that bought it. And it was just a great experience. So that was special to me. But I mean, I, there's so many. I mean, but I love that. Tell, Okay, tell them to keep the questions coming. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep the question. We'll have that as a <laughs> That's segment good. That's good. to
0: this show. And then maybe he'll actually listen to something yeah. or pay attention to something I do. Anything for your I boomerangs? Have no hopes.
2: Anything. We want your <laughs> boomerangs to come back or stay. So anything yes. for them. Well,
0: when I first moved here, there were no boomerangs. Like people came here and then left because Greensboro was not. It it was not the city it is today.
1: Yeah, and we want people to know, I think our our message is, you grew up and so did Greensboro.
2: Do you know anything about any plans downtown for housing? I I say that, it's something I'm interested in, but I think that's always something important that people want to know. And I did a housing hangout with UNCG last week. For They do it monthly, but they didn't really touch on that. I think it's coming up, but I just wanted to get a little info if you had any.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've certainly seen more housing um, in downtown in the last five or so years. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that development's been adjacent to the downtown Greenway because Mm -hmm. people want to live close to that trail. And so you see the new apartments at um, Greenway and Stadium Apartments. Um, There is a housing plan that the city of Greensboro just commissioned. And that includes sort of a variety of housing stock, whether that be in different neighborhoods. There's a lot of emphasis in the comprehensive plan at the city to do infill development. And so making sure that we're taking advantage of density and, and resources that we've already sort of laid the ground um, and so we're hoping to see more housing in downtown Greensboro I think that is certainly a trend of young people wanting to live in downtown but it's also a trend for older people um, who are maybe looking to scale down um, and be in walking distance to amenities like you know grocery stores and, and parks and things like that
0: so I want to bring it back around to what you're saying earlier um, about you know, Greensboro being on the lists, a lot of lists going around and lists are really important. People really pay attention to them now. They're kind of a great marketing piece. And it didn't just happen um, accidentally that y'all really been working on marketing Greensboro and I, being a marketer. I find that really interesting and really cool that y'all been working hard to make Greensboro uh, uh, attractive to people outside of Greensboro. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, as you know, uh, There's a lot of great things that happen organically, but when it comes to marketing, you really have to be intentional and you make sure that you have the right message out there and that you're strategic about what kinds of attention that you want. And so um, Action Greensboro is one of many organizations that are working on making sure that we're um, on the lists, we're in the airport magazines, um, you name it. And so people see us. Um, and they see us as a place that they may not make a decision immediately, but maybe down the road they would think, well, I'm looking for a community that is, um, that is affordable, that has a diversity of fun options, that is family friendly, that's full of um, all kinds of people. We're a diverse community, and I think that's what people are really striving to live in and raise their children in. And so there's a lot of um, advantages, and so I think that people hold that in their memory, whether it's moving themselves or maybe moving their business here.
2: Now, you're from Gainesville, Florida, right? I am. So, I've been there, and what a great college town. I love there's a sushi place. Down yeah. There. Have you been Dragonfly. there? Dragonfly. That's true.
1: Yeah. I, um, it was not there when I lived there. I'm going to shout yes. out
2: to my friend Perry Klutz, because we had dinner there, and it, we, can't, we still talk about that shrimp and the way the guy taught us how to um, drink sake. You can't pour your own. You have to pour have someone else pour it, which I never knew that, which makes dinner last a lot longer or either wears out whoever I'm having dinner you with. You just keep giving it them my the eye, like, keep my it coming, keep my it elbows, my, <laughs> elbows, my <laughs> elbow's
0: tired here. I'm getting but, this elbow, drink eating with you.
2: <laughs> but no, what a great place. It's a great city. But I have a question. So say I, I'm a student there. What would make me move to Greensboro?
1: You're a student at UF. Um, so... I think Greensboro is a great place to take risks. Um, as a, as a young person who wants to start a business, who wants to be an entrepreneur, there's a lot of opportunities. There's, uh, financial capital that is um, available here to invest in great ideas and innovation and startup businesses. So um, young people are oftentimes looking to, to take risks early in their life. It's a little bit easier of a fall if, if we fail. So it's a great place to take risks. I think it's a great place to fail also and start over. Um, you see people like Tal, um, our friend who owns Machete, right. moved here, never thought about starting a restaurant, um, probably couldn't afford to do it in San Francisco, but did it in Greensboro and, hope, and we're glad that it's going mm-hmm. well. But he he said it's a great place to take risks. Uh, Greensboro is home to to so many different kinds of people. Um, I heard someone say that they walked into the Greensboro Arboretum and and they felt like they were in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a place where everybody was there. If you were gay or straight, you were you know whatever race or ethnicity you were, um, you felt like you were home here. And mm-hmm. I think that that's an advantage to our city. And a, you know we all want to live in in places of um, where people have different um, thoughts and ideas and that we can come together and and be better, um, because of our diversity. Um, and I think it's a, it's a welcoming, welcoming community. It's a place where if you want to become a leader, you can do it quickly. We always say that, um, you know, the ladder isn't as long here when you're trying to climb the ladder, whether that Mm -hmm. be in your company or be in civic, um, you can get to know CEOs, you can call the mayor, you can know her by Mm -hmm. name, um, or a place where you want, yeah, if you want to yeah, mm-hmm. become a leader, whether that's be of a board service or um, or volunteer somewhere, it's a place that you can really, you know, get involved in the city and help grow it. And so, um, I think that's what makes Greensboro unique, and we find that that's what young people are really looking for. Yeah,
2: it's great. I think well, you really hit something we haven't touched on, and I haven't really thought about. But the leaders of our community are so approachable it's yeah. not it's not a separation thing they want it's you feel very comfortable and it makes you want to be a part of the community which i'm i'm a big fan of that's that's great we're um we need to do a little shout out in our notes for the intern program for sure dave okay. i mean there are things anything we can yeah. do to help you mm-hmm. we'd love to have you back on I'd update. love to come
1: back when we have the boomerang campaign up and running and talk great. about that. We're, we're literally going to be asking people, who do you know that you think would be interested in moving back to Greensboro? And then we'll hit them up.
2: We'll reach out to us when that's running. Cause we'd love to have you back yeah. on yeah, and just update what's going on. And hopefully by then, you know, that there'll be some, we'll, hopefully by then there'll be a lot more going on. Here. Yes. But no, that's awesome. Well, we'll put, we'll, um, I hate to end this conversation, but as always, I've got to go. As always. So, so, but no, <laughs> One thanks. of these days, we're going to Your be able to keep talking. Well, that's for Dave and Melissa's Day of Fun. You'll yeah. have to come with us. Okay. But, no, Cecilia, we can't thank you enough. I, yes, thank and, you. It has been and fun. thank you for I've everything you do lot. for Greensboro. Too. Thanks for selling Greensboro. Well, I, I try. You <laughs> like do. You, you I do heard do you do the best
1: tour. I've heard that you have the best Greensboro tour in town. Well, thank you. Which I, might compete with my tour. Well, I, okay. well you know when, I, when, I, when I sell
0: my house, I'm going to go on both tours. Yeah, and, and I'll, and I'll <laughs> declare a winner. But I'd love better. to
2: come on yours because I probably learned something that would help mine. So True. That would be great. Let's do that. But, no, we can't thank you enough. We'll it's take the great.
1: podcast on the road. That's right. Well, Dave, let's film one. All
2: right. Okay. Done. Sold. So <laughs> We'll get that organized with your help. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Love Thanks. it. Thanks. Thanks. Bye, everybody.
1: Okay.
0: Melissa Unscripted is produced by Tiger Moth Creative, helping businesses and nonprofits leverage the power of their story. Find links and show notes at melissagreer.com. And so you'll never miss a show, subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And make sure you give us a good rating. That's it for now. See you next time.